Welcome to the Yeah We Know podcast, part of the Morgan Knows podcast network. You're in the ring with Jimmy, Rod, and Chris, and I've said that a lot lately. We are here. We are ready for Yeah We Know. It's going to be a quicker show today. We're going to have a big Survivor Series preview, but gentlemen, we need to start off with two big surprises, one that went well and one that didn't go as well. We have our fourth member of Team I don't know. They're on all the brands. Who knows? Charlotte and and Bianca. Um, Becky Lynch is your fourth member on that team. Came out at the very end of Raw. Didn't get the music. Would have liked to hear that music there for the big pop, but she got a pretty decent pop anyway. I kind of like that team. Rod, did you like Becky Lynch as the fourth member? I'm never going to be mad about the man being involved in any sort of match, but I just... I. Maybe I'm just Jim Riscapilled here about the brand split and just always worrying about it the way that you do. But I just like, I don't understand how Cody Rhodes got thrown out of SmackDown for showing up. But then, right. But, but then Becky just gets to be on the team. You know what I mean? And then Adam Pierce is mad on Monday night that other guys are showing up from SmackDown, but he doesn't say a word about Becky Lynch. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't, I I don't understand. But again, I'm not going to complain about Becky Lynch being in a match. So I guess that's where I land. Chris King, Becky Lynch. I'm for it. Listen, you have the the faces that you want versus the heels that you want in the women's division. Um, So why not? Everyone loves to cheer for Becky. She is the man. Everyone loves to cheer for the EST. Everyone loves to cheer for Charlotte. And Shotzi's got a pretty great entrance. I mean, she gets to drive a tank. Who wouldn't be happy about that? Listen, I love Charlotte, but are we sure everybody loves to cheer for Charlotte, Jimmy? Because that's kind of no. where I'm starting to land with my girl. Let's let's stop this nonsense. Like, I hope she sort of turns on somebody in this match in War Games and goes back to being heel Charlotte. That's where I want to live. She could also join Damage Control. Why not? Um, I will say Becky Lynch's, I think, TikTok game is, is growing a lot. I loved, uh, if you didn't see it. Uh, she did have a quick video of her answering the phone from Charlotte saying, no, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you and hanging up. And then Charlotte came back. What do you want? Okay. I'll be there. And then uh, that was kind of neat to see what happened with that. Um, and then we had raw on Monday night where we had the whole night. We're doing the same thing we did on, on SmackDown. I think I misspoke earlier on SmackDown with who's going to be the partner, who's going to be the partner. And Cody Rhodes comes out and says, I have a legacy with this person. I know Chris King, you don't know anything about that. Um, but it was Randy Orton. What was the main issue, though, with Randy Orton being on this team, Rod? Rod is so angry right now. I don't understand what we were doing here, Jimmy. I was so angry that I literally was screaming for a second and I had to keep my mic on mute and allow just a primal scream like they tell you to do in therapy there to go ahead sure. and center your chi to be able to come back and answer this question. The greatest thing about wrestling is entrance music and pops. Okay. The easiest way to sell this product to someone that does not get involved in the day-to-day ins and outs dirty business of the storylines like all of us do and the past championship winners and the lineage and all of that stuff the easiest way to sell wrestling to them is here comes someone crowd go crazy for that someone you should think this someone is a big deal because look at all of these people who love and adore this person and we were completely robbed of that man and it's another reason i hate cm punk because this is all his fault 
If people didn't think CM Punk was coming back in Chicago, they wouldn't have had to do a bogus Cody Rhodes gives away Randy Orton with Randy Orton not being there. I hear voices in my head. Does it pop? Because everyone would have thought it was Punk on Saturday night, so we're robbed of that. I'm so angry about the whole thing, Jimmy. I'm not even sure if I was coherent there, but I clearly got across that I was angry. It was confusing because you would have thought that the Judgment Day would have had the upper hand and then Orton comes out. But that wasn't the case at all. The the faces had the upper hand. I'm like, what, what's going on here? How is Orton not coming out now? Uh, Chris, Randy Orton coming back. Excited? It would have been more meaningful to me if if he, like Rod said, if he either came out to music on Raw or they didn't say anything about who the partner was going to be until Saturday night. All right? One or the other. Because that did nothing for me, to be honest, because I didn't know who he was talking about when he said he had a legacy with this man. All right. I didn't understand the reactions of the faces of these people that they were showing because I've never seen this guy. And one thing that wrestling has to remember is there are a lot of kids that have just gotten into it in the past year or so. They don't know all of this stuff. They haven't but you bring him out, maybe they recognize him from promos or something else that they've seen on YouTube. But just hearing Cody talk about him, they don't know. I didn't know. So it was. It was very confusing. It was. I I, I, th- I agree with you. I think both of them could have been done better. Becky Lynch's music should have hit. Um, that place would have gone just, just crazy. And they should have brought Randy Orton out. They really should have. They missed an opportunity there. Who knows why? Uh, but they did. Now, they had to, had to, had to announce him as the fifth partner, though. No matter what you say, they had to do it because the last thing you want, a, a Chicago crowd is usually a pretty raucous crowd, They and which is a good thing. You want that in, in wrestling, but you do not want CM Punk chants the entire night thinking it's CM Punk, and then Randy Orton's music hits, and they some they don't give him the uh, the um the cheers that he they'd needs. Booed. They'd have they booed, wouldn't they, Jimmy? They'd have booed. Yeah, they probably would have booed, wouldn't they? They could have booed, and that would not have been a good uh, a good thing for anybody. So that's why they had to do it. I just think that they should that's have brought it. a bummer. Him it's just another reason why the whole CM Punk of it all just annoys me, Jimmy. Okay, I get that I don't have quite the backlog of CM Punk's career that you do, right? If I would have seen more of those yeah. years, perhaps he'd mean a little something more to me. But just the whole CM Punk of it all, and now he's Robin Orton, a guy who's a bona fide, certified, 100% Hall of famer his comebacks tarred a little bit you know what i mean and it's just because of this guy cm punk and it just it, the whole thing bums me out i'm sorry for randy not that randy needs my sorry because the guy's made a lot of money for a long time but i'm bummed out for him because this return isn't what it could have been speaking of returns we're going to talk about survivor series coming up and we are going to talk about carlito making another premium live event uh showcase we got to see him live uh, at fast lane a few uh weeks ago He's going to go against the evil Santos Escobar. Pretty good promo, guys. Who you got, Chris King, Santos or Carlito? I think it's got to be Carlito right now, right? I think they're starting this feud. I think you give Carlito the win now and let Santos get his revenge later if he's really going to turn full heel. Okay, I'm going to go complete opposite. You want Santos Escobar to shave Carlito's head. You want him to be the worst heel ever so when the opportunity for Rey Mysterio coming back actually happens, it's even bigger. And this starts it now. I think I'm going to go Santos, Rod. 
Totally with you, Jimmy. Santos is going to show everyone how what evil is... of a heel he can be at this point, and we need it. Quite frankly, we need it because I have always thought Santos was somebody who's got a lot there. You have always told everyone the man can absolutely wrestle a hell of a match, and he proved to us, like you said, with that promo. I think the crowd was against him. I think they wanted to be against him, and I think by the end of it, he won him over. So I absolutely he just kept agree. going there. He kept going there and going there and going there, and uh, I think that the more he develops that, that was a good first step for him. I, I really like that. So I think this is a good opportunity for him to get a win uh, over Car uh, Carlito. So here's a question. Is the Miz a face now? Is the Miz the underdog that we want to win? I don't see that. Everything Gunther is saying is A, true, and B, true. And you know when people speak the truth, they've got to be a face, right, Chris? Um, Miz cannot beat Gunther. He's not going to do that. But all the signs are pointing to this up-and-comer, this underdog winning this match. There's no way. Gunther's winning, right, Chris? Yeah, I got. Uh, I don't see any other thing other than Gunther winning. Do you really want the Miz to take away and break that record, that streak he's on? I don't think so. You could Listen, add that to his list of accomplishments, then. Yeah. <laughs> Rod talks. Rod Miz isn't winning. Listen, I think the Miz is going to win this. I really do. I think right. what we're looking at here is when belts have changed hands in the past it goes to an old hand right someone that the wwe is faithful to right like brock got screwed by a goldberg one time right because the wwe was like hey we know what goldberg is we know what he's all about we know that he's going to play ball and i think there's nobody better in that scenario than the miz and jimmy you've talked about this before i don't believe the wwe wants to keep the gunther storyline running all the way to wrestlemania with roman I think they want WrestleMania to be about Roman possibly finally losing the belt, Cody finishing the story, whatever they cook up for WrestleMania. I don't think they want another parallel track where they, and there's also this streak. I just don't think they want to do that. So I think Gunther's going to lose sometime before then. Why not do it at Survivor Series, which is one that they're trying to restore the prestige in. That's why War Games came around again. You said it yourself. A Chicago crowd's going to be raucous. I got the Miz here. I've switched on the Miz. I started this podcast being a Miz guy, kicked off a member of the Jim Riska family because he talked bad about the Miz. Then I broke bad on the Miz. Now I'm back, baby. I, I mean, I, I, I could, I could see it back in the day, but I, it's just not him, not now. Because if Miz wins, then. Well, then maybe LA Knight comes over to Raw and, and does some uh, intercontinental stuff. Maybe maybe that happens, but I, I really hope that does not happen. Uh, Rhea's going to beat Zoe Stark. I think we're all going to pick that. There's no way that that's not going to happen. I will say this might be an underrated match, though, for um, Survivor Series. This could be a decent match. I, I, I'm looking forward to this one, Chris. Yeah, I am too. I'm with you. Rhea wins, but... I think Zoe has proved herself to be capable in the ring, and they both show power in the ring, too. I think it could be a real fun match. Rod, the party crashers are going against Bianca, Charlotte, Becky, and Shotzi. Who wins, and what's what are we talking about after this match is over? 
I think that the party crashers win, and I, I'm going to go with what I teased earlier. I hope we're talking about what was Charlotte Flair thinking, what was Charlotte Flair doing, why did that happen, can you believe that Charlotte Flair turned her back on, you know what I mean, I don't know, Bianca, Becky, you know what I mean, you, you choose. Maybe Shotzi, because it makes more sense quite for, for you know somebody like Shotzi to take a big boot from Charlotte at a time where it makes no sense for somebody on that team to take it, and then a pin happens to Shotzi, so... That's what I'm going to go with. Charlotte does something to turn on Shotzi, and that's what we're talking about after a Party Crashers win. Chris? I think I think the Party Crashers win. I don't know where you go from there. I also don't know where you go if the Faces win either. I, I got I don't, you. I got you. I, I don't, okay, because I'm not sure which way they go, but I think Party Crashers win. All right, I think the faces are going to win, and I think this is the end. This is the beginning of the end of Bailey with uh, with damage control and the party crashers. I think we saw some seeds being sown this past couple of weeks. Um, I think somehow Bailey costs them this match accidentally, but she will start getting out, and I think Bianca gets a pin on EO Sky. Damn it, Jimmy, you're right. Damn it. I like my Charlotte thing because, again, I'm, it's all about me, and I want to see Charlotte go back to being a heel. But that's that's definitely what's going to happen, listeners. You should you should bank on that one. All right, Chris King, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to talk about your man crush on Drew McIntyre's segment from um, Monday Night Raw. I mean, what do you want to know? I mean, did he not go out there and just speak the truth? He was completely honest the entire night. He does not like the Judgment Day. He is not a member of the Judgment Day. He is only in this so he can beat up Jey Uso some more, which he, in my mind, has every right to do. He is not a member of the Judgment Day, but I'm going to join their team. Rod, um, I, I, I applaud Chris King for his candor. Um, I, I noticed he had a big smile on his face uh, during that entire time. Uh, but the heel Drew McIntyre... And Judgment Day are going against Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton, and Seth freaking Rollins. Who you got in this one? I got the faces here, and uh, I think that we are going to see Seth Rollins' next opponent materialize out of this match, right? Something's going to happen that we're going to, oh, no, now these two guys got to go up against each other at Royal Rumble because Seth's not going to be in the Royal Rumble as the belt holder. So he's got to have somebody, right? So I think that's what we're going to get here. So give me the faces winning and somebody from Judgment Day side uh, shows themselves in the match. Perhaps Damian Priest, I guess, right? Because we've seen Finn and Seth and, you know, we've seen we've seen Seth with Drew recently as well. So I guess I'm saying Damian Priest here, but give me the faces winning. Okay, Chris King. All right, before I give you my answer, I need to have uh, an a question answered for me, Jimmy. I'm going to go to you. It. I think you're going to take my go answer. Okay. Question. What wrestler in this match does Brandy Orton have the most history with? Um, It would be, it would. I mean, I think where you're going is Rollins. Cody Rhodes is close though. Okay. So Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great WrestleMania match. This is what I see happening. I see. Somewhere along the line, Drew getting his revenge on Jay Uso, and for some other reason, and I'm only saying this because I don't know what to expect from this guy because I've never seen him wrestle, Randy Orton turning on his own team and 
trying to beat up Seth Rollins, where then Drew McIntyre steps in to stop Randy Orton from beating up on Rollins because Drew has respect for Rollins. We've seen that already. And then Drew ends up pinning Randy Orton to give Judgment Day and that team the win. Wow. Okay. Chris, I like that. That's kind of random. Very random. Rod, you like that? Listen, the the Viper, okay? The legend killer, all right? Many, many Randy Orton storylines certainly would speak to Chris uh, speaking uh, something into existence that he didn't even realize, right? Like, Randy Orton burned a guy alive, right? Like, he burned the fiend oh, alive. He did. Right? Oh, like, he did. Wow. Like, he yeah, killed like, a man. Randy Orton has delivered stunners to, or I mean, not stunners, RKOs to Whoa. numerous, excuse me, Rookie. I'm so sorry. I know. To numerous females over the years in the ring, right? Like Randy Orton has done many a terrible thing. So yeah, him turning is absolutely. I think what I like what you said there, Chris. I really do believe one of these matches we're gonna see somebody turn. I selfishly picked the Charlotte Flair match, but you could be right that we're gonna see somebody turn in the in the men's match because I just think I just I think we're gonna have to see it out of one of the two matches, Jimmy. We're gonna have to see some sort of chicanery. Something crazy is gonna have to happen, and something crazy will happen. The Judgment Day will win. Um, this matchup and Damian Priest will walk out the world heavyweight champion after cashing in his money on the bank oh, wow. on a broken Seth Rollins. It's Survivor Series. Weird shit happens. That's what's going to happen at Survivor Series. Oh, wow. And Rod is now off the podcast. There is no Morgan, you know. It is no, yeah, we know. There's no balls and brew. There's probably a fast break still. Rod likes basketball too much. I did, I'm just sitting here minding my own business, thinking that we're getting out. We got a I like anarchy. match, five on five. Nobody's brought up the stupid senior money in the bank briefcase, all stink and show. And then Jimmy has to drive my anxiety through the roof right before we're about to say goodbye. Come on, Jim Risk. It's the holidays. Goodbye, Internet. <laughs>